Welcome to The Dep. I am your host, Carl Thomas. This episode's segment is called Checking In with Lynn. We catch up with Lynn, co-founder of The Dep Podcast, on a work life, and we address the subject of self-care. It's been harder to drop episodes every Mondays um, due to my new schedule, but keep tuning in because we have some great stuff coming your way. All right, start the pod. Hi, my name is Lynn Worrell. I'm the founder of a community organization called Word, writing our rhymes down, and I am a youth worker at the Calful Jeunesse Emploi of NDG. Hi, my name is Carl Thomas. I'm a community worker for Prevention Codenege NDG, and welcome to The Dep. The Dep, a podcast about community service work in your neighborhood. So what's been going on with you? Last time, last time we were here, um, again, I lost the footage, but we talked about self-care. Um, mm. I still think it's a subject that maybe we should have. Or do you want to just like catch up? and? Yeah, there's that. There is something that's also like time sensitive that I think I think it's interesting. We should have something about the, what, the importance of voting. Mm-hmm. But yeah, self-care. Um, okay. No, but it's fine. Like we, we <clears throat> like just, just me and you talking like... Mm-hmm. Um, maybe explaining to the to the listeners like the the work that you do mm, yes and that's like the like you've been so busy to the point that you know like even recording a podcast was very difficult yeah. so finding time i apologize <laughs> so now we're adjusting you know we're yeah. trying to find ways but uh i'm happy that you're here mm-hmm. um and yeah, so and I missed you also. Oh, yeah. Carl, I miss you too. <laughs> it's not the same because your voice is like it's 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 a great voice. Oh, yeah, Carl. yeah. <laughs> I miss you too, Carl. It's really great. Um, yeah, but I just think like um, like in a lot of community work, there's a lot of needs, and we're super underfunded. That's the general scenario in all our work and uh yeah i i do many many projects um and i also support other people so in my work i have um this project uh, called autonomy and in our in in our um interview that we had it with Anne, mm-hmm. she was in charge of this project called um Départ à Neuf or fresh start and that is a project where you support people 18 to 29 who are in between situations and i've actually have a lot of experience i used to run that project at the calful jeunesse emploi and ndg so sometimes when there is turnover and you know it's pretty frontline work so there's a lot of turnover sometimes in that position i'm there to support the team that's there and we kind of work together so sometimes when i think of the how i use my time at work Sometimes it's also just like debriefing, reevaluating, planning um, about how to better support participants in the program, how to, what resources you need, like how to sign up for welfare or sign up for school or sign up for, you know, public housing, all these, all these little things that you have to make sure. And you also have to kind of integrate a piece of advocacy, you know, because like one thing I do a lot is also sit down with people and like they're they're stuck at a certain place and um so they try to reach out or maybe they're too shy so like i would sit on a phone and literally 
appuie sur le deux. Like I'm that yeah, person yeah. who like shows them how to go through mm-hmm. the systems and the bureaucracy and the matrix. Yeah. <laughs> and so that's just one piece. And then another piece is I do school perseverance and I've, I've founded a nonprofit uh, an organization. I do think I mentioned that one time when we did. Probably, but it's okay to mention it again. So um, in 2007, we I started, uh, well, it was stemmed from an organization in Toronto called Literacy Through Hip Hop Toronto. And then they had another branch in Montreal. Um, And it's a hip hop literacy program that uses hip hop culture to um, improve literacy skills for young adults. And we mainly work in um, high schools right now. Mm -hmm. Um, But after a year, because it was hard to manage a program in two different provinces, we became independent and we came up with an acronym called word yeah it's the dopest acronym are you ready word writing our rhymes down do you see how that rolls off the tongue yeah for sure writing, you say writing, that in the intro every yeah. time <laughs> <laughs> writing our rhymes down it is yeah exactly yeah, yeah, yeah. so you guys know you already know so um you know, over the t- the last 12 years, um, I am not doing frontline there anymore, but I manage a team of like four people. So I wear the hat of fundraising. I wear the hat, like I have to write a grant, like I have to just submit a grant today. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then I have to... Um, so you have to do the fundraising, you have to coordinate, you have yeah. to... Yeah. And like, I have like a, a, an advisory board that acts like a board because mm-hmm. officially we are an association. So... I have to doodle and you know yeah. you know when you know what can we talk about doodle I, hate, for a I, second? Hate, I hate doodle oh can we talk I hate doodle you know you know the reason oh, why why do people hate doodle okay anyways it's, you can go because go I, I don't think people use doodle properly yes, yes that's why I because, hate it too because the thing is understand. yeah because the thing is the reason why you're using a doodle for me would be to be able to meet sooner versus later right mm-hmm. so when you send me a doodle and you send me a hundred different possibilities, it annoys the crap mm. out of me. Send me four dates on mm. Doodle. Like that, I'm able to I'm tell you too. if I'm good or not. But when you send me, I don't know, like three months of being available, mm. I don't really think That's- your sense of urgency matters that much so i'm like in my head i'm like you know what why do this doodle we'll just bump into each other and then we'll figure things out so people when you use doodle just send four or five availabilities yeah, like you don't I, need I did that on my last yeah doodle, like like you don't you don't need a hunt like that's the thing that's what annoys me sometimes so yeah so doodle the, the doodle and uh pet peeve i have is when people just put their number one choice and that's it. Yeah, also. Also, like, that's another thing. The the beauty of Doodle mm-hmm. is that you put all opportunities. It might not be your first choice, but you might get your third yeah, or second. Yeah, you yeah. know, like, because we're trying to bring people together. And but they're like, like, no, this is it. This is. <laughs> oh, man. And then if it's not Doodle, then you do these email chains. It's like. Back and forth. Oh, that's so much part of our work. Yeah, Back and forth, yeah, chasing yeah. people. We're it's people cra- chasers. It's crazy <laughs> how how I spent so like I spend so much time on Gmail. Like mm. it's insane. Mm. Like you have to read them all, and and when you don't, it's it's always like the factor that you might miss something. Mm-hmm. 
so it's like and the replies the replies and the replies mm. so yeah yeah well actually i'm kind of known for this um i like to work a lot with people who show up in my face because you can't same here you can't yeah. delete them yeah. you can't, yeah, yeah. can't brush them away you can't you can't uh, not answer them <laughs> You can't block them. Yeah. They're in your face. And sometimes I say that to people who need to get some resources. They're like, I called and then I'm like, show up, just show up. And because I see a lot of people, like the email game gets dropped sometimes. And yeah. people that, and I think that's a lot of experience. If anyone out there is trying to get in touch with the community worker and just sent them an email and there is no response, call. And then that doesn't work. Honestly, show up. Yeah. Like, honestly, it's not you. You're not getting brushed off. Actually, when we started Word. Um, and especially when you don't know the person. Yeah. Because a lot of times I feel that people, when when they're, they're trying to reach you, they'll send you an email. But sometimes they forget to introduce themselves. Mm. So they're just like, they send you this information, but you have no idea who they are. So I but don't know. But like, that's also an effort. These, okay, you know what doesn't exist at all in the world? A two-second email. I, I, everyone needs yeah, to you stop. Say, yeah, yeah, you said that. Stop, stop saying sure. this. Stop yeah, saying this. And, and I always say that. It takes two seconds. No, stop. Yeah, yeah. Like, let's count. One, two. Send. <laughs> <laughs> Send. I think all you can write is uh, one and then two. Yeah. <laughs> Send. Hi. And then, um, so... I went to Togo, right? And then um, we really... So you were busy, busy, yeah, busy. Yeah, I went to Togo and we're going to be doing a Togo series eventually. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's going to happen. I'm really excited about it. Yeah, so the, I'm also going to... And I'm still in contact with the organization there because uh, there's other projects that are being developed. Um, there is also another international project that we're recruiting for right now um, to go to Ecuador. That is a two-week long. I'm not going to that, but I, I sit on the committee for that. Mm -hmm. I also sit on a mental health committee. Actually, I sit on two mental health committees. It's like um, one for the south, for the west, southwest area, and okay. then another one on uh, like to rearrange alternative systems and referrals. So I sit on this table with like psychologists and CLSC and like people who work at the Jewish and everything. And yeah, I used to sit on the youth roundtable right here. Mm -hmm. Um, but then I gave that to my colleague, Jonathan, to, um, to do that. And I managed an intern. So and how is that going? Uh, she's cool. Like, we just started. Okay. You know, so she just started. So that is, she's, she's just like learning the ropes. It's cool. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. And uh, she might be here sometime yeah she's here today at the cje but okay uh, yeah her, but you might see her maybe i'll bring her to the podcast for sure we're gonna interview a different um intern soon named kofi yeah i can't Ghana. wait for that one that's gonna yeah. be tomorrow so um one thing about community work too no one really like teaches you how to do it you kind of learn it on this off the seat of your pants mm -hmm. and um there's a lot of creativity and a lot of autonomy and um adapting adapting and a lot of unknown yeah for sure um oh i remember some things that we were talking about in our last conversation go ahead 
So some of the stressors in this kind of line of work when you're working with people is um, the emotional labor, for instance. Mm -hmm. Like the emotional labor that you have to put in to refrain yourself from watching people make bad decisions right in front of your eyes oh. or <laughs> <laughs> I feel that's like 70% of our job or unhealthy decisions yeah, unhealthy. just to, just to ah, step away that? from yeah, the yeah, bad yeah, and yeah, good yeah, you know sure, just like there's sure. a spectrum of yeah. healthy and unhealthy oh, right, decisions right. right proper but, term okay. yeah <laughs> just but um yeah there's a and then there's vicarious trauma, like people who are disclosing some really intense stories of them surviving whatever they've lived through, and then you absorbing that. You know, that's like a secondary trauma, it's almost, that we mm -hmm. kind of have to deal with. Um, and, um, yeah, I think being ready for the unknown in our work, too, like, you know, I can I could walk in my office and like have a plan. Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. Then someone's like, Lynn, I need a letter for you to write up to prove that I did my hours for court. When's your court? This afternoon. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then and and so it's just like sometimes there's a, you got to be ready for an emergency or even just it doesn't always an emergency. Like sometimes there's a new person who's interested in joining your program. Then you got to pitch it. Then you got to da 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 da. You know. So it's just. It's amazing, fun work, but uh, it's a lot. And uh, that is why I have not been able to be here. So I'll just thank you, everyone, for your patience. If you were wondering, you're just wondering. <laughs> I'm still nice. here. I'm alive. I'm nice. here. <laughs> um, so you talk about many different, different stress, you know, like um, from, from the work field. How do you manage it? How are you able to stay on top of things? How are you able to be Lynn <laughs> well, like every day? Um, I'm, I don't know how much I stay on top of it, but well, you I guess. Well, you kind of do. Well, Your programs you. are running like you, you yeah. have new clientele all the yeah, time. Yeah. So it's, it's good. Oh, thank you. Thank you. I think uh, I'm, I'm, I just try to be compassionate with myself and kind to myself. And know that I can only do so much. And I I had to come to that conclusion. In some ways, when I see new people coming in, mm -hmm. they're so excited. Yeah, they bring that <laughs> new energy. Oh. They want to do it all. Oh, they they want to save all. the world. And, and, yeah. and, and I applaud them. I applaud them. Yeah. Because that used to be us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember too. hearing that from older Gs. Yeah, yeah, and I yeah. thought that was so patronizing. I'm yeah. like, Isn't this the work? Isn't this work? Yes, it is the work. But if you want to survive in this work, yeah. you need to piss yourself. <laughs> you need to pace yourself. Because burnout is real. And I did have a burnout. I stopped working for five, uh, four months in 2013. And uh, it was like the first time I actually I've, I realized how out of touch I was on how to move through life on your own rhythm. Mm -hmm. And and just like my full time job was to take care of myself and like I'm like this this work is so giving you give you give you give yeah and um and sometimes when this work kind of molds into your identity and then you're like i am my work my work is me um it's really kind of hard to you kind of you could lose yourself or yeah. just like you don't look at yourself as a body it's you just like i'm a servant for other people like i'm here to serve i'm here to serve but one with the big takeaway i learned from my burnout is that i am not helping anyone by not taking care of myself mm -hmm. 
because if I push it to the limit and then I don't work for four months, you know, that's kind of the opposite of what I wanted to, to do in this work. I want to be here for people. So um, that was like a real big takeaway. How, so I make sure my weekends are really like as much work free as possible. After you also work in this field and, you know, you get to know people and people get to know your work. Um, there's more trust, I think. And I don't change who I am when I walk into the office. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I think that's like the difference between a job and a career. Like a job, you go to do a job and a career. It's like the job that the, your, your employer recognizes your skill sets and knows that the way you do your job is connected to who you are. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, I never thought about it that way. It's true that most of the time when you do a job, you don't really have to like it. You're just mm-hmm. there, you know, punching numbers, doing your time and then just going back home. So a lot of time you put on whatever persona that the job mm-hmm. requires. But within your career, hopefully for the for those people uh, on that track, it's it's you get to be yourself. Mm-hmm. After a while, let's mm-hmm. say like w- once you're you're comfortable syndicated (laughs) and then uh yeah you're able to to just be yourself Mm -hmm. yeah i didn't see it that way before yeah Yeah. and that's the key you said mm -hmm. it right it's balance so trying to be like being able to balance everything from from your social life the work Mm -hmm. um your love life it's it's a question of balancing everything the Mm -hmm. things you eat how much Mm -hmm. you walk how much you exercise Mm it's a question of balance and i think the more you have it the better the better you feel in your skin and it's all about feeling good in your skin mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. oh listen to this i i like it's so funny i i was listening to this to this uh sports podcast of <laughs> I, i'm not saying names but like it's two people that i really really love in the sports world mm-hmm. and um they were just talking before getting into the subject of debating uh, if a player is good or not, or if he's washed up or not. Um, and they talked about self-care. And then one of them said, he's like, I'm successful, I have money, but I just never thought of traveling outside the States. And then the person that he's talking to, he's a bit older. He's maybe in his 50s. And he goes, now that I think about it, I, I never left the States either. And those are people that are successful with <laughs> with money. And I was thinking, like, are you serious? Like, how do you not leave your bubble and just go explore? Like, just, mm-hmm. you know, some people don't like traveling, which is fine. But I think time to times it's good to try something new. Yeah, a different perspective. Change your environment a bit. Just just to see something different. Yeah. Just to, to bump into people that are different. So I feel like that's also I found, I found, like that was incredible. To I me. think that's also an American thing, too, yeah. in some ways. Like, well, apparently George W. Bush, he didn't get a passport until he was president. See, I did not know that. That's yeah. insane. He's like, well, I guess my job requires the states. You know? Can people just come to me? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't like I don't know. There's this like, well, there's a few things like United States is the third largest country geographically and by population mm-hmm. so like you know geographically it's russia canada then united states yeah. and like population is china india and number three is actually united states so there's a lot of people and a lot of place to go yeah um and there's this like real strong culture with 
Amer- in the United States that they're the best in the world. Yeah. So Aren't why? they? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, you know, um, and so, like, I think there's just this attitude, like, you know. Why and we're saying I- this because we're in Canada, by the yeah. way. <laughs> and, but I am also American, just saying, I got my dual settled in Germany. Oh, anyways, but okay, like my okay. parents left and haven't gone back, so. Yeah, oh, okay. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, anyways, uh, it's just like, it's wild. Like, And I do think, because, and it's also the wealthiest country has the largest population of billionaires. Mm-hmm. And they have so little, like, they hate taxes so much that the quality of life is so bad there. Like, they don't have a minimum amount of vacation in the States. Like, here, there's, a, there's by law, a minimum amount yeah. of vacation for a full-time position is two weeks, which is not a lot. Yeah, really Very, not a lot. Super yeah. not a lot. This is the minimum. That doesn't exist in the States. There's no minimum. So how do you build your vacation? You don't. Like, there's some, you can have a job where there's never vacation. Wow. And when that's the norm, when that's the norm, um, you know, keep working, keep working, dog eats dog. And I, and I like, you know, like I was um, like, like the fashion industry, for instance, like it's normal to constantly work, constantly work. Like, you know, I just watched this thing on, on Netflix, uh, styling Hollywood. Okay. It's interesting. I really enjoyed it, but like the relationship between, uh, like the expectation of how people work, is, it's just like around the clock, like on the weekends, like the assistant is walking in and it's just like, I don't know. It's, I, I don't think people, I think it's normal for people to expect not to have um, any break, you know, and it's a lot more dog eats dog. Um, everything costs money. Healthcare costs money. Yeah, it's fast paced. You know, on everything, everything, yeah. everything, everything costs, you don't even how, there's no way it's the epitome of, of capitalism, you know? So it's such a everyone's running up this ladder and um yeah so you're telling me that new york new york is not the best place in the world the best city in the world this podcast is brought to you by prevention codenege ndg and the tab jeunesse ndg subscribe now to the dev podcast on itunes spotify or soundcloud and please Give us a five star rating. I'm so sorry. I'm sniffly. I don't know. Nah, me too. Me too. Something's been uh, going around because I, I, I was sick just last week. Like uh, you're never sick. I know, but I'm sick maybe oh, like sick. once every two years. Yeah, but okay, yeah. guys, remember the date. Mark it on your calendar because <laughs> we're gonna hold them up to yeah, that. But it's true. Like, don't get me wrong. I called in sick when I don't wanna when I don't feel like waking up in the morning and I've been working like three months straight you know it's okay to take a personal day or a sick day even though you're not really sick mm-hmm. but i'm just saying that you know i i was actually sick <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh you know how men we become like big ass babies when, mm-hmm. when we catch like a fever and we're mm-hmm. calling for our mamas and but- yeah she's like yeah i like i just you know i think everyone's like that when they're sick but it's like maybe men men get more permission to be like that i think that's what i'm messing with you you. um, Uh, like you're you're traveling soon right yeah we're leaving for i'm going uh so um another good thing that contributes to your quality of life when you're looking for a job is find out how much vacation time you get nice. from your job. Yeah. It's like almost as probably important as the salary, maybe at the same level because your personal time. 
So that's another thing I'm going to travel because I did this thing um, in Togo. There was also overtime. So I have five weeks. Nice. I'm going away. Nice. Um, I'm going to meet up uh, with a friend who is in, in Uganda. And then I have another oh, that's in like East Africa. And um, and then I have a friend who lives in the big city of Nairobi, which is the capital of Kenya. And uh, you can get this like East African passport visa. I mean, um, Canadians can like East Africa also includes Tanzania and Burundi, but Canadians can get a visa that's Rwanda, Uganda, and Kenya. Wow! Okay. <laughs> well, I'm just I'm gonna go. So I have to, yeah, yeah, I have to get have actually. To, uh, it's, on, it's on my to do list. That's okay, why it's at okay, the tip of damn. it's at the tip of my yeah. um thing. So, yeah, I'm going to be going for five weeks. I'm going to start meet up with my friend in Uganda, Kenya, and I have to still figure out little last pieces of my last bit of trip. But, um, yeah, that's another thing. I think it's really important to travel. I think for me, it kind of fits into my lifestyle and my responsibilities that I have right now. I have a lot of capacity to pick up and go right now in my life. That's what I'm going to be doing. And that's vacation. Nice. I'm nice. like going to go on a safari. I'm going to go see the animals. <laughs> you have to. You have to. You have to see the animals. You have to see the zebra and you have to see the, the lion. zebras. Yeah. All right. Um, and I myself will also be taking a vacation Ooh, pretty soon. Where are you but going? no, no, nowhere. No. It's a staycation. Staycation. You know, charge up the batteries a bit. And what do you uh, do on your staycations? Oh, I sleep in. Sleep, sleep in. Watch movies, and uh, you know, have a glass of wine, and that's it, man. Just, just kick back. Yeah. Barbecue until I see like winter coming. <laughs> oh, I'm serious. I'm gonna. You know what? I take that back. I'm still going to use my grill even during winter. Because mm. you have yeah. an overhang thing, like, like it. I I will now. <laughs> yeah. Well, now. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, uh, summer's not long enough in in our city. So, yeah. Even during fall, I barbecue, and uh, that'll be my new thing: winter barbecues. Nice. Yeah, I like it. Yeah seen a lot of people doing it on their balconies i have a i have a little yard so but might as like, well take advantage of it right but like minus 30 barbecues no no but when it's like minus 20 here it's like ooh, no minus 15 let's say okay. we're like oh it's so nice outside that's how we are in uh in quebec okay so yeah the minute we see like minus 12 minus 15 you still have to wear a jacket though oh for sure but <laughs> maybe <laughs> but you know turn up the grill mm, okay yeah. okay okay yeah see, so staycation for me and uh anything that you want to say before we wrap up so uh, it was like this episode was like catching up with Lynn. Yeah, catching <laughs> up, but also checking in. Oh, yeah, that, checking in. in. That's, that's a, that, yeah, that's checking a great in. title. That's we just a, found it. Yeah. Nice. Check in. <laughs> checking in. <laughs> check in. Yeah, the check in. The check in. Oh, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So this is a check in. Yeah. Um, if uh, the, you know the the idea is just to like. And that's an, an important practice to have at your work. I hope you take care of yourself. Take care of your colleagues. Make sure they're all right. Ask them how they're doing. Say what's going on. Hear them out. You know, take care. Kick up.